Good morning, good evening, good afternoon to you listeners out there. Uh, this is Pastor Nelson from Glory Center International Church. We are based here in Pretoria and in Cape Town. And it is just an awesome privilege to minister to you today. And um, we want to get straight into the Word of God. Amen. We want to get straight into the Word of God. And today we want to discuss or we're going to delve into this topic of generational blessings. Generational blessings. And what does it mean in the Bible? What does it mean, generational blessings? As we're living in a season and a time of this global pandemic, a lot of people's focus is on other things as opposed to the blessing of the Lord in their lives. You see, because the blessing will prosper in any given situation, any condition, in any place, as long as you allow it to and you have faith in God that it will do what it is meant to do. So we come back to this question, what is the blessing in the Bible? So the Bible defines the blessing as it is an act of words, one that blesses. So I can speak a blessing over you as I will at the end of the program. Okay, so we understand that the blessing is when somebody speaks good over you, words over you, words that are um, there to encourage, words that uplift. Amen. So that's what the Bible defines as the blessing. Also, the blessing is defined as the empowerment. It comes to empower you to do the things that God has called you and I to do in this season or in the walk um, with God. Hallelujah. So what is the purpose of a blessing? Firstly, a blessing was a public de declaration of a favored status with God. Okay. So this is when 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 somebody publicly speaks a blessing over you it means that you are favored amen you are favored and then secondly also the blessing is there to empower you to prosper and succeed in life hallelujah let me say that again the blessing is there to empower you to succeed and to prosper no matter where you are in the world there could be some of you listening from Canada, from America, from South Africa, from Jamaica, from wherever you may be in the world. The blessing of the Lord works. It still works and it still has power. Amen. So let's get into this word. The origin of the blessing. The origin of the blessing. We'll look at Genesis 1.28. Genesis 1.28. And the Bible says, And God blessed them who? Adam and Eve. Amen. Bless them, Adam and Eve, granting them certain authority and said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, putting it under your power and rule over and rule over, dominate the fish and the sea, the birds of the air and every living thing that moves upon the earth. So we understand that this is the first mention of the blessing. Amen. The blessing of the Lord. And he's saying that he blessed them, Adam and Eve. He blessed them in the garden. He blessed Adam. He blessed Eve. Hallelujah. The blessing was actually designed for them, not that they would never toil. You see, the blessing comes to ensure that you do not toil. Hallelujah. It takes away the stress of doing things, but the blessing empowers you to prosper in such a way that with minimal effort, you get maximum result. And the minimum effort is that having faith in God 
and in his promises. Hallelujah. So we go further and it says there that, and God blessed them, granting them certain authority and said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it under your power, rule, dominate the fish of the sea, the birds of the air and every living thing that moves upon the earth. Okay. So notice here, it speaks to Adam and Eve. The blessing comes with authority. Hallelujah. The blessing comes with authority. The blessing causes us to be fruitful. The blessing causes us to multiply. Amen. We're not just talking about children. We're talking about multiplying resources, multiplying things that God has put in your hand, multiplying the businesses that you may have or desire to have. God can multiply it. You can have a chain of stores, not just one, but you can have a chain of things. You can have a franchise depending on whatever it may be. Amen. So the blessing causes us to fill the earth, replenish it, put it under whose power? Our power, the power that God has given us through the blessing that he has given us through Adam. Amen. The blessing that he has given us through Abraham. In fact, the blessing that he has given us through Abraham. Amen. We receive the blessing of Abraham. The Bible says we receive the blessing of Abraham, the blessing of the Lord that maketh one rich and addeth no sorrow. Hallelujah. The blessing of the Lord maketh one rich and addeth no sorrow. Amen. And we're going to look at another scripture. Genesis 12 verse 1 to 3. Amen. Genesis 12 verse 1 to 3. Now in Haran the Lord said to Abram, Go away from your country and from your relatives and from the father's house, from your father's house to the land which I will show you. And I will make you a great nation, a great nation, and I will bless you abundantly and make your name great, exalted, distinguished. Amen. These are the things that the blessing does. Let's carry on. And you shall be a blessing, a source of great good to others. You and I are a great source of good, a great source of blessing to people wherever we go. Amen. That is the truth of the word. Verse 3, and he says, And I will bless, do good for benefit for those who bless you. For So for those who bless you and I, they will be blessed. And I will curse that is subject to my wrath judgment. This is God speaking. Amen. He says, I will curse that is subject to my wrath and judgment. The one who curses, despises, dishonors, and has contempt for you. I'm reading from the Amplified. Amen. And in all the families, nations of the earth will be blessed. Hallelujah. So this is God blessing Abraham. This is God blessing Abraham. Amen. You can even term it as the, 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 the blessing of Abraham. Amen. The blessing of Abraham or even the covenant blessing. The covenant blessing that you see later on in scripture where then Abraham was about to sacrifice his child and the Lord, the angel of the Lord came and said, no, stop, don't kill your child. For now I know that you will not withhold anything from me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You see, so this was God's intentional blessing on Abraham. God's intentional blessing. There are those blessings where it is God's intent just to bless you. God wants to bless you. You know, his intent is to bless his people. He wants to bless you and I. Our mind is not meant to be fixed on the global pandemic 
and the levels and the conditions. But our mind is to be fixed on the word of God and the blessing of the Lord can change every situation. The blessing of the Lord can cause you to have a business from nothing during these times. The blessing of the Lord can cause you to break out on the left, on the right, in front of you, behind you, in prosperity because of the blessing that is operating in your life. We should never box the blessing because of the global pandemic that we may be experiencing. God is greater than the pandemic. Can I get an amen? God is greater than the pandemic. Hallelujah. God is powerful. He is majestic. He is Elohim. He is El Shaddai. He is Jehovah Nisi. He is Jehovah Rapha. God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly and above all that we may think or even imagine. Hallelujah. He is a good God. He is a good God. He is a great and exceedingly powerful God. Hallelujah. So today we also want to just touch on this, that the same blessing that's on Abraham is on us. The same blessing that is on Abraham is on us because we are the descendants of Abraham. So the same blessing, the same language that God used on Abraham, he's using with us in this day and age. Nothing has changed. He wants to bless you. He wants to lift up your name, lift up your countenance. He wants to cause you to be a blessing to the nations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want us to look at another scripture. I want us to look at another scripture. Amen. Another scripture here. Let's go to Genesis 21 verse 22. Genesis 21 verse 22. Amen. Genesis 21 verse 22. And I'll read from 22 to 30. Now at the time Abimelech, the picker, the commander of his army, said to Abraham, God is with you in everything you do. So now swear to me and hereby God that you will not deal unfairly with me, breaking any agreement we have or with my son or with my descendants. But I have treated you with kindness. You shall do the same to me and to the land in which you have sojourned temporarily lived in. And Abraham said, I swear... Then Abraham complained to Abimelech about a well of water which the servants of Abimelech had violently seized from him. And Abimelech said to him, I do not know who did this thing. Indeed, you did not tell me, and I did not hear of it until today. Verse 27. So Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them to Abimelech, and the two men made a covenant, binding agreement. Hallelujah. So notice that Abimelech is cutting a covenant with Abraham because he sees the power of the blessing operating in Abraham's life. Even your enemies will want to hook up with you because they see the blessing working in your life. The blessing is powerful. It will attract people to you. Hallelujah. Verse 27. So Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them to Abimelech and the two men made a covenant binding agreement. Then Abraham set apart seven seven lambs of flock amen and abimelech said to abraham what is the meaning of these seven ewe lambs which you have set apart and abraham said you are to accept the seven ewe lambs from me as witness for me that i dug up this well so we need to understand that in genesis 21 verse 22 abraham here had dug some wells but every single well that he had dug up and found water there was opposition hallelujah there was opposition. There was opposition. Amen. So even as you are blessed, you and I are blessed. 
it doesn't mean that we're not going to have opposition. We're going to have opposition, but the blessing will lead us to prosperity. We will overcome. We will win because of the blessing. The blessing knows what to do when we don't know what to do. Amen. So there's just a couple of points I want to mention in this uh, Genesis 21 verse 22 to 13. Amen. You see here, notice that Abraham had been digging wells in this season or in that particular season of his life. He had been digging wells and they were violently seized away from him. They were violently taken away from him. Notice that Abraham's attitude was he did not fight for them back. Amen. Because he knew the power of the blessing. Some things, when people come up against us, we are not meant to fight. Amen. We are not meant to fight, but allow the blessing to, to deal with those people. Amen. You can, even, you can even afford to let it go because the blessing can produce that same thing anywhere, any given time. Amen. Because God is such a good God that he will allow you to have what you're meant to have by his own means. Hallelujah. So because we're blessed, we don't have to take the approach of the world. Hallelujah. This is why we, the Bible says that we are, we are to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Amen. Notice Father Abraham did not fight. He did not fight. He just went to Abimelech and said, you guys took these wells away from me violently. But you and I, we're going to have an agreement and we're going to cut a covenant. And this is a sign to me, to you, that I have dug up these wells. Hallelujah. And notice the blessing here that Abraham is a pioneer. You and I may be pioneers in our family. We may be embarking on a journey that nobody else has ever done before in our lives because God is like that. He's, he will set you apart on a journey that no one in your family has ever been on so that you may leave a generational blessing for those that are coming behind you. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. God may set you on a path that you have never been on before. Maybe you come from a family of drug dealers. Amen. Very good drug dealers. Hallelujah. But God has set you to be an apostle. God has set you out to be a prophet. God has set you out to be a man or woman of God. Amen. That you may begin to start the generational blessing in, the, in, in your family. And even for the people coming after you, that they may walk in the blessing of the Lord. Hallelujah. God is faithful like that. Some of you are where you are because you are on that generational path. Um, um, you know, in, 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 in whatever country or part of the world you were in, you were fulfilling a generational call. Hallelujah. So here we are, Patriarch Abraham. Father Abraham is setting out on a course that he has never been on before, bearing in mind that the Lord said to him, leave your father's house. Some of you have been on, you've been told, leave your father's house. Uh, um, um, go to this place. You've never been there before. But as you go on on that particular journey, the blessing of the Lord begins to manifest in your life. Things begin to fall in place. Things begin to happen for you. Hallelujah. In such a way that it will even astound you. Amen. It will even astound you because God is so good to us. Remember, he dug a well. He dug a well. We're going somewhere. We're going somewhere. Let's go to Genesis 26, verse 18 to 33. Genesis 26, verse 18 to 23. And it reads from verse 18. Now Isaac again dug and reopened the wells of which he had, which had been dug in the days of Abraham, his father. Because the Philistine had filled them up with dirt after the death of Abraham, 
and gave the wells the same names as his father had given them. But when Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found the, 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 a well of flowing spring water, the, the headsman of Gerar quarreled with Isaac headsman, saying, what, the, the water is ours. So Isaac renamed the well Essek, quarreling, meaning quarreling, E-S-E-K, Essek, um, quarreling because they quarreled with him. Notice that the same thing happened to his father. Hallelujah. Then this, this servant dug another well and they quarreled over that also. And so Isaac named it Sitna, meaning enmity, enmity. He then made a way from there and dug another well and they did not quarrel with him. I just want to highlight a few things here that now at the time of Isaac digging the well, this was 75 years later after his father Abraham had died. 75 years later. Amen. Notice this. 75 years later, now Isaac is at a place where his father was. Amen. His father didn't leave him a geographical map to say at, the, at your specific age, 75 years later, I want you to go to this place and dig the wells. I left wells there. I want you to go dig them. Notice that the generational blessing is now manifesting even in, in Isaac's life because here the, the people of Gerar now notice the blessing that was on Isaac's life. You see? And, and Isaac had gone to go dig up the wells that his father had dug up 75 years later. 75 years later. Notice this, that you see, there are things in our family that God has done for us that we don't have to struggle to do. Come on, come on. I want to encourage somebody here. There are things that are in your family, in my family, that God has deposited within our generational line, our bloodline, our ancestral line. Amen. That is good from God that when we tap into them, we don't have to struggle to prosper in those areas. Notice that here Isaac didn't even dig up the well. His servants went and dug up the well, just like his father Abraham's servants had done. Amen. He didn't even have to go out and dig. The servants found the water because now the blessing of finding water was on Isaac. The blessing of finding water, digging up wells of water was on Isaac. Hallelujah. Remember that also that in these days um, of Isaac, that if you found water, it is a sign of prosperity and wealth because there was a great famine. There was a great uh, uh, um, uh, drought in those times. Amen. So if you ever found water, you would be considered to be wealthy. Hallelujah. As I'm speaking to you right now, there could be some of you that are already thinking, what is it that is in my family that I haven't even tapped into? Maybe you need to ask questions in your family. Who did great in my family? Who were inventors in my family? Who were the people that started to do great things in business? Or the people that did very well in academics? Or the people that did well in whatever field it may be? Because as you tap into that, you see, the Lord begins to speak to you in, a, in an amazing way because that generational blessing has been set out just for you. Amen. They've been set out just for you. Isn't it amazing that um, this was the very thing that people needed at that time? And Isaac had the grace and the blessing upon his life to find water in those days. And it was enough water that it would even, it would even deal with with other people's lack of water issues. 
The blessing that is upon you and I, the generational blessing that is upon you and I can help a neighborhood, can help a city, can help a generation, can help a nation. Hallelujah. That's how powerful the blessing is. Let me carry on. Let me carry on. So it says there that verse 23 of uh, Genesis chapter 26, Genesis chapter 26 verse 23. Then he went up from there to Beersheba. The Lord appeared to him that night and said, Amen. I am God of Abraham, your father. Do not be afraid for I am with you. I will bless you and favor you and multiply your descendants for the sake of my servant, Abraham. The same language. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Bible says that there is no shadow of turning in him. Amen. The same language he used with his father, he is using with Isaac. Amen. Verse 25. So Isaac built an altar there and called it the name of the Lord in prayer. He pitched his, his tent there and Isaac's servants dug a well. Again. Amen. Verse 26. Then Abimelech came to him. Once again, this is Abimelech. The time of the father, this is now Abimelech again with Isaac. Amen. So Abimelech came to him from Gerar with um, Ahuzeth, uh, his close friend and confidant, advisor, the commander of his army, and said to him, and said to them, Why have you people come to me since you hate me and have sent me away from you? They said, We see clearly that the Lord has been with you so. The same way that God was with Abraham, God is with Isaac and Abimelech and his people and his armies. They see the same flow, the same flow of the generational blessing. So they figured out, let us partner with, with Isaac or else we could be in trouble. Hallelujah. Let me carry on reading verse 28. They said, we see clearly that the Lord has been with you. Um, so we said, they should be, we should now... Be, there should now be an oath between us. Remember the agreement Abimelech had with Abraham. He now wants another uh, uh, agreement with Isaac because of the blessing. And he says there should be an agreement between us with the curse of those who break it, who breaks it. That is between you and us. Let us make a covenant again. Amen. Binding agreement, solemn promise with you that you will not harm us. Amen. Just as we have not touched you and have done nothing but good to you and have sent you away in peace, you are now the blessed and favored of the Lord. Then Isaac held a formal banquet, covenant feast, amen, a covenant feast once again, here we go, for, for them. And they ate and they drank and they got up early in the morning and swore oaths, amen, pledging to one another that nothing but good to each other. And Isaac came and told him that um, um, about the well they had dug, saying, we have found, we have found water, we have found water. So he's, he named the well Sheba, amen, S-H-I-B-A-H, Sheba. Therefore, the name of the city Bathsheba, to this day, it hasn't changed, amen. I want you to notice something here, and I'm going to be closing up shortly, wrapping this thing up, that... Isaac found wells. He named them. They took them away from him. And he, he went to another place. And because of the power of the blessing, they found another well. And notice that even Abimelech's men came to that place. And they noticed that the blessing was working. 
No matter where Isaac went, he found water. The blessing of the Lord was actively powerful in his life. Okay, what am I saying to us today? What I'm saying is that there is a generational blessing in us, in our systems, in our lives, that God has placed for us that we can operate in no matter the situation we find ourselves in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here it's saying that um, some of the points I mentioned here is that notice that Isaac is now digging up wells in the same place his father had dug up there, you know, 75 years before. Uh, another point is that notice that Abimelech is waiting for Isaac from a distance to see what he's working with. You know, it's so interesting that some people will look at you from a distance just to check how is the blessing working on you. Once they see that the blessing of the Lord is upon you, they want to get attracted to you. Hallelujah. For whatever reason, they want to get attracted to you. Amen. And here it also says that, um, um, as I mentioned before, that Isaac always found water. He always found water because of the blessing. You know, family is that um, at times, because we don't know the generational blessing that we have in our families, we tend to fight for things that we shouldn't even be fighting for. We tend to look at things that we shouldn't even be looking for because we have enough within us. The blessing that is on us is enough. Amen. The blessing that is on us is enough to be able to take us out of any situation that we may be encountering right now. As long as you know and you are aware that there is a blessing on your life, you see, that blessing will kick in and cause you to begin to prosper, cause you to, to, it'll cause you to come up to places that you never thought uh, possible. Hallelujah. So the blessing that was on Isaac was to find water in that time. What blessing is there in your family? It could be academics. It could be business. It could be whatever. You know, what I discovered is that even in, 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 in the generational blessings that we have, you might have found somebody who in your family was blessed in the area of construction. And you have never done construction. You don't understand construction. But the grace to get those contracts for construction is on your life. You don't have to build. Just like Isaac didn't have to dig. He had servants to dig for him. Amen. But because they were with Isaac, they were, the grace was overflowing to the servants where they could find water, where Isaac would say, maybe dig here. Amen. So there is a blessing on you, on your family, that if you tap into it, it would take you from point A to point B. It would take you from a place of obscurity to a place of notoriety. It would take you from a place where maybe you were in lack into a place of overflow because the blessing is there. God is patient and he loves us. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you today. Amen. I want to encourage you today that you see there's a blessing in your life, in your family that cannot be stopped. Generational blessings are there for us to operate in them. They are there for us to operate in them. Have you noticed that sometimes in your life um, there are certain things that come easy? Certain things that come easy. When you do your research, you realize that maybe there was someone else before you who was good at doing the thing that you are doing now. Maybe you come, maybe you've just come into um, um, you know, ministry and you have a love for ministry, but when you do your family background research, you realize that there was somebody in your family who might have been a pastor, who might have been an apostle, who might have been a great lover of God. And that person has left 
a blessing in your lineage, a blessing for you to be able to tap into because once you begin to tap into that blessing, all kinds of things begin to happen for you. I want to mention this, that in verse 32 of Genesis 26, it says, On the same day, Isaac's servants came and told him that they had dug a well, saying they found water. They called that well Shabbat. Shabbat. Amen. They called that well Shabbat. Hallelujah. And I want to emphasize something to you. Amen. It says that there the word Shabbat, amen, means seven wells of God. Shabbat means seven wells of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Seven wells of God. Come on. Come on. Seven wells of God. What am I saying to you? Is that even when you begin to tap into these blessings that God has left for us, God has placed in us, God has placed around us, concerning our generational blessings, certain things are going to begin to happen. When you tap into them, there are seven wells that are going to be available unto you. And as I did my research, the Lord led me to the seven wells, okay? Meaning the seven wells of God. And, his, and, his, and he gave me this scripture, Revelations 5, 6. He has seen seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of the Lord sent out into all the earth. So when you begin to tap into the generational blessings of the Lord, seven things are going to happen in your life. Number one, the spirit of the Lord is going to come upon you. Come on. The spirit of the Lord is going to come upon you. Number two, the spirit of wisdom is going to come upon you. As you begin to tap into those wells, God begins to give you insight, revelation as to how to accomplish it, how to do it, who to get it done by, when it should be done by. Number three, the spirit of understanding comes upon you. Come on, can I get an amen? The spirit of understanding comes upon you. Number four, the spirit of counsel comes upon you. Notice that nobody was counseling Isaac as to where to get them. The spirit of the Lord was upon him. Amen. Number five, the spirit of strength. The strength to be able to persevere, the strength to be able to stand, the able to be the strength to be able to see it through and the promises of God. Number six, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of knowledge. Amen. God's knowledge comes upon you regarding that particular project, whatever it is, whatever it may be. Number seven, come on. The spirit of the fear of the Lord, amen. The reverence of the Lord comes upon you. The fear of the Lord, not the fear of running away, but the, the fear of honor. You're honoring the Lord. You're honoring him for what he has been doing and what he's going to do and what he has in store for you. So I want to encourage you, people of God, amen. Generational blessings are there for us. Tap into it. Tap into the seven wells of God. Tap into your Shabbat. This is what I'm saying to you. There is a Shabbat in your family. There is a well in your family. Tap into that well of God in your family. Tap into that well that the seven spirits of the Lord may come upon you and lead you in a way that you've never been on before. And God will receive all the glory. Once again, this is Pastor Nelson um, from Glory Center International Church. Here in Pretoria, we also have another branch in Cape Town. I want to personally thank Prophet Cayman for allowing us to be on the podcast today. 
Um, if you want to hear from us even further or more, uh, uh, you can reach out to Prophet Cayman. He can give you our contact details. He can give you our Zoom account where you can come online. We have our Bible studies. We have our church services online, and you can come and be a part of it. But before I go, I just want to pray for you. And I want to, before I even do that, I want to pray for somebody that, um, you know, this word has inspired you and you want to give your life to the Lord. Amen. You want to give your life to the Lord. Father, I pray for that one, Lord God Almighty, who might have been discouraged, but as they heard this word today, oh Lord God Almighty, they want to come back into fellowship with you or they want to give their lives to you, Lord God Almighty. And I just want to lead that person to the Lord. Amen. I just want to lead that person to the Lord today. That Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you would just forgive that person, Almighty Father. And as they repent in the name of the Lord Jesus, you would wash them with the cleansing blood of Jesus Christ. And Father, that even as they accept you um, as their Lord and Savior in their life, Almighty Lord Jesus, that you would come in like a flood in their lives, O oh Father, and that the fire of the Holy Spirit would just come upon them in the name of the Lord Jesus. So, Father, I even pray for those that may have backslidden, O oh Father. They may have given up or lost hope, lost faith, uh, lost sight of who you are because of what is happening around the world. Father, I pray by your fire and by your spirit, O oh Lord, that you would touch their hearts that you would renew their hearts, Almighty Father, that this word would have fired them up again, Father, to be able to come back at your feet, O Lord, and serve you with everything that they have because the blessing of the Lord works. The blessing of the Lord is powerful in this generation, in this season of our lives. Hallelujah. Don't despair. Don't give up. The Lord knows what he is doing. The Lord knows what he is doing. He is faithful and he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly and above all that you may think or expect or imagine. He is faithful. Hallelujah. I want to share a testimony before I go. Many years ago, um, when I got born again, you know, I, I just, I realized um, early on in my walk with God that I had a passion for prayer. I had a passion for prayer and I just wanted to pray. I remember I got born again in um, you know, back then. And um, immediately when I got born again, I went on a 40-day fast. Nobody told me to go on a 40-day fast. I immediately just went on a 40-day fast. And later on, I understood that the Lord had led me to go on a 40-day fast. And in that time of my 40-day fasting, I was praying. I was praying and seeking the Lord. I was praying and seeking the Lord. Many hours in, 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 in prayer at his feet only to realize that in my generational line, there were people that walked with God. Amen. And then I realized, oh my goodness. You see, those people that had walked before me had made it easy for me to tap into the realm of prayer or into the blessing of prayer. Now I can pray and pray and pray and enjoy praying for people, enjoying seeing the power of prayer um, um, operating in our ministry, in my wife's life. Amen to the glory of God. So I want to encourage you. There is a generational blessing that is set out for you. Tap into it. Ask your family. Ask grandma. Ask grandpa. Were they great people that served the Lord in our family? And even if they were not, 
You can be the first one. You can be the one that God is earmarking today um, just by this message in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we just want to thank you for taking time to listen out to us. And um, we want to encourage you. We want to send our love here from Pretoria, South Africa, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I bless every person that was listening to this message, oh Father. I bless their family in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I speak the blessing of Abraham over them. The blessing of Abraham that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow, Father. The blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, show them your power. Show them your glory. Show them your fire, Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that in any situation, you are Lord, Almighty Father. We confess you as our Lord and as our Savior, Almighty Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Father, I thank you for the one that is experiencing your fire over their body right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I just speak to that heart condition right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. I speak to that heart condition. I command peace over that heart in the name of Jesus. I come against heart palpitations, O oh Father. I come against anxiety, I come against stress, I come against tension in the name of the Lord Jesus. I break the power of every heavy burden that your people are carrying that they're not designed to carry, Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I speak creatively to the to their digestive tracts in the name of Jesus. Align yourselves with the word of God right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. I come against the spirit of aches and pains. I command it to loose, lift, and go in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I decree and I declare your fire from the crowns of their head to the soles of their feet in the name of Jesus. Father, I speak forth revival. Revival in the name of Jesus. Revive your people, Almighty Father. Revive those that may be down, Jehovah. Revive those that may have lost hope, Almighty Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, you will never fail us, nor forsake us. I sign out in Jesus' mighty name. Be blessed. Have a wonderful weekend. And send us your testimonies. Send us your testimonies. Let us know how this word has been a blessing to you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.